0: I get a feeling there's going to be a riot. I don't read the newspapers because they all have ugly prints. And we are back with another tin foil hat podcast. It's been a while, me amigos. Uh, you guys are calling for it on Twitter. I love doing it. It's again, like I said a couple times, it's a very hard podcast to book because you don't know who's in the conspiracies, who's not. And as we open every show, we tell you, this is not meant to try to change your life. We're not trying to be Alex Jones. We're not trying to be, you know, oh man, you know, we got to fight the power. We're just like, what is going on out there? And what interesting stuff is going on? So again, this is just for fun. Don't overanalyze it. Don't get angry about it. If you don't agree with it, you know, that's, we don't care. Whoa. There we go. This is the janky thing. So uh, let's get into it real quick. Dates out of the gates. I'm going to be at the in Las Vegas tomorrow night. The 20th, I'm at the L.A. Comedy Club. I'm doing the Comedy Chaos with the one and only Mr. Jason Ellis from the Jason Ellis Show on Sirius Radio and Pet House Pet, Brett Brassi. It is a midnight show, Friday at midnight, Saturday morning, Friday night, Saturday morning. You can go to the Club.com, grab your tickets. I think it's going to sell out. So let's get into it, dude. We got an interesting show here today. Thank God that cap was on. Holy shit. Uh, we have a very interesting uh, show today. It's a very interesting show because we're going to discuss a topic that I am not personally familiar with, but uh, a friend of mine or acquaintance of mine on Facebook contacted me, started talking to me about, you know, it's like when people find out I'm in the conspiracy theories, they like to contact me and talk about, it, and I always enjoy hearing from everybody on what you think of this young man contacted me. Uh, disclaimer, he could be CIA. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what he is. But we're gonna find out here today. Please welcome to the show. Uh, We're just gonna call him Agent Randolph. How are you, Randolph? Randolph, Randolph, how R-A-D-O-F-F. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. What is going on here? Why can't we hear you? Hold on. (coughs) Talk now. Nope, nope. What's going on here? Why can't we hear him? This is so weird. What's wrong? Hold on. Call me right back, dude. Call me right back. You, I'm gonna try calling you again. Hold on. Let's try this again. Yes. There we go.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yes. Bam. Please welcome to the show, Dan Radoff. Everybody, how are you, Dan?
1: I'm doing great today, Sam. How are you?
0: Uh, doing very well. I want to get into who you are. Uh, can you give our listeners and uh, people watching on YouTube a little like background on yourself, if you don't mind?
1: Yeah, no problem. I'm uh, 39 years old. I'm a private investigator. I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I uh, became a skeptic early on. I was raised, I'm Jewish, but I was sent to a Lutheran school from first to fifth grade, and I started hearing two different stories that were supposed to both be the truth, that you know discounted each other, and... I, it just bred early on a, a healthy dose of skepticism. I remember as a kid uh, watching documentary on CBS or one of the major stations about the Kennedy assassination and just recalling, you know, it just didn't add up. And so it fueled a lifelong interest in, uh, in, in things such as the Kennedy assassination. I ended up working for the Maricopa County Public Defender's Office as an investigative assistant for over five years before going into private practice. Uh, I've been a bartender, a mechanical bull operator. I've got I've got a lot of uh, crazy stories and adventures, but, uh, you know, I've, I've uncovered corruption and, and, and county government has settled lawsuits because of my investigations. I've solved missing person cases. So I've just always been. So mat- you go
0: deep, dude. You're not afraid to investigate.
1: No, I. I...
0: Real quick question on a serious tip. When you run a mechanical bull, is it all about getting those titties to pop?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was blessed by—I uh, don't know if you know—Larry Pollock, the owner of Saddle Ranch, he opened up one yeah. out here uh, in in Scottsdale, and it, it's already. Oh, sure, couldn't down. be
0: any other better place to be running a mechanical bull than Scottsdale, Arizona. No, it was the
1: hottest place in Scottsdale when it opened and it ran its course. But uh, yeah, I was—it's uh, it, not like the one in on Sunset. The, I, we were like the the greatest show on earth, and I was able. Was to Was
0: everybody flip. fucking?
1: Yeah, it was a good time. Oh, dude! Like a reality show without cameras before that reality show came out. And uh, like I said, I was able to be able to flip a girl upside down, have her skirt over her head and her ass shaking while still keeping her on the bull.
0: I love it so much, dude. It's just monkeys. We're just monkeys. So real and which is interesting because it's a big part of this podcast. Uh, Aaron, are you ready to go deep on some stuff? Uh, before I start every podcast, i like to ask our guests, why do you think people don't believe in conspiracy theories?
1: Uh, they've been conditioned to once they hear those two words to think that whatever follows is bullshit um, and you uh, know to for many people just ignorance is bliss to go about their day thinking that if they just go to college go uh, get a job pay their taxes everything's going to be okay right. the, go- the government's looking out for us and they, right. they don't care or, or or you know have other reasons to you know, they're they're not always looking out for our best interests.
0: Would you say conspiracy theory is the uh, original fake news label?
1: Absolutely, and that's what alarmed me the most when I started seeing the fake news label because the words conspiracy theory were no longer uh, working. You, I heard somebody recently call conspiracy theory the original meme. Oh, and that's
0: so... Not making sense at all. I mean, it doesn't make sense at all. It's very interesting, dude. Uh, We've talked about this before on the show with Eddie Bravo. I feel the reason that people can't accept... Uh, conspiracies is because they could never see themselves actually doing the thing that we're talking about. You know, with, uh, whether it's pizza gay or uh, assassinating the president or any of that stuff, they can't see themselves doing it. Therefore, people they don't know but they think they know couldn't do it either.
1: Yeah, or just people think the, have the are optimistic for the most part and think the world's generally <laughs>
0: people with good good uh, views of the world basically. Don't buy You gotta be a little bit, and that's fine, man. I, I am a little cynical. I am a, and I'm a. My dad told me, don't trust anything you heard and half of what you see. So maybe that made me paranoid and pessimistic, but it's uh, allowed me to see trouble coming. Um, Let's get into real quick. We're gonna. You we have a very interesting topic you want to talk about, but I want kind of getting some uh the stuff that's going on right now. Inauguration is tomorrow. Uh, you know, I don't know what you think of Trump, but. It it just—it's a weird vibe right now at his inauguration concert because it has the vibe of the school dance at Napoleon Dynamite. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like a bunch of like white people who are out of beat trying to do their best to put on a show (laughs) to make you happy, and it's just—I feel in a weird way—I feel really bad for him.
1: Yeah, I, you know, as crazy as this is going to sound, I voted for him, and for one reason only, and that was to stop Hillary Clinton, and it wasn't going to cut it by voting Jill Stein or, you know, uh, the guy who can't remember, Aleppo Johnson. Uh, you know, she was demonizing Russia in every debate, and I just, I, the the greater good, I thought, was not letting her become president and possibly leading us to World War III. We, uh,
0: and the thing that sucks is as we get farther and farther from this election, the threat of what Hillary Clinton could have done and would have done fades away more and more, and then you're stuck with this guy that, you know, for me it's like, let's just get to the inauguration, let's get him sworn in, and then we can focus on fighting him tooth and nail. Uh, because what we were up against was Hillary Clinton. People just can't come to grips with that maybe she wasn't like their mother. Mu- like, I feel like with Hillary – People always wanted to transfer their feelings of their mothers, their daughters, their aunts, their cousins, their grandmas onto her. And they think, okay, I can't believe that this girl, uh, grandma would never do that. And you're like, well, your grandma isn't a Sith Lord like you know Hillary Clinton. And a great example of this, and I'll get your comment on, is that she has now shut down the Clinton Foundation. It is no longer operating because the donations for all the good that is being done with the Clinton Foundation, uh, nobody's donating anymore, that's so interesting.
1: Well, it, when these foreign donors uh, donate the money, I think they're, they were expecting something in return when she became the president, and uh, so when the, the, the source for influence dries up or is no longer there then why would somebody donate money? It's a, uh, it's not, they're not uh, into the charitable business th- yeah. as, as okay. much as everybody else believes.
0: It's a cliche saying, but a broken clock is right twice a, twice a day. People are like, the Hillary Clinton, the foundation did a lot of good. Yeah, well, you know, it's like uh, John Wayne Gacy entertained a lot of kids and, at kids' parties. I mean, we could say, we could go do that guy, put a lot of smiles on some kids' faces, and he also did some evil shit. Very interesting thing. Do you know the whole story behind the Haitian uh, child trafficking. Uh, the, this woman, her name is, I want to say Lauren, starts with an S. She got busted kidnapping kids in Haiti? I,
1: I vaguely, uh, I don't have enough information to speak about it, but, yeah, it rings a bell in that uh, Bill Clinton got involved or uh, she got busted running an organization to benefit kids and it was alleged that okay. she Okay, real you know, quick,
0: I want to get into this with you. This Laura... S-I-L-S-B, yes. Now, she, dude, she didn't just get, like, uh, accused of it. She got arrested, tried, and convicted in Haiti and did time. She is now, this is the most interesting thing, she is now going by the name of Laura G-A-L-Y-E-R. And guess where she works at?
1: Uh, Some kind of a place with, with ch- regarding children.
0: Yes! It's crazy, <laughs> right? She's yeah. working at a place called Alert Sense, which works with Amber Alerts. It's I can't believe anybody's cool with this shit.
1: It seems like the reason why uh, this pedophilia seems to exist so much is because everybody involved is entrenched in all the agencies that would be investigating it, or everybody's got dirt on everybody else. Do you, I don't mean to cut you off, but do you remember hearing anything during the, the election regarding Trump? As a party in a civil rape case of a thirteen-year-old, yeah, and with that, that wasn't really brought up amongst in the mainstream with all the other women that he was alleged to have grabbed their pussy well, and this and that. It's because it was attached. He was attached in a civil case with Jeffrey Epstein, a convicted pedophile who the Clintons are in bed with for sure. I think it was yeah. used a way to stop him from bringing it up during the election because it was dropped like at the end of the week right before. Uh, election Tuesday the, the the whole case was dropped.
0: Well uh, a lot of those women who came forward with Gloria Aldridge it f- was found out that they were fucking paid for by Gloria Aldridge who were most likely the money was fo- fo- funded through uh, the Clinton campaign.
1: And that's what my thoughts of this civil case where it was like they used it or the Clintons used it so that Trump couldn't bring up Epstein during the election.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, 100%, dude. They just banked on that. Everybody thought he would be a scumbag. And there is something about Trump. And he, I mean, as, as much as you can be an outsider as a billionaire, was an outsider. There's like, like there's a bunch of politicians in, like, who's this Republican that just keeps grilling Hillary Clinton on Benghazi? And then I saw this shit on Benghazi, which will be a whole nother episode Like just because you're in Hollywood doesn't mean you're totally in. There's people who play ball and there's people who don't play ball, and the people who play ball get pushed to the front and actually get a chance to run for president once they show that they could do it. So um, let's get into this real quick, and then we'll get into the topic you want to talk about. Seth Rich, which is a uh, which a lot. If you don't know who they are, listeners and viewers, Seth Rich is a gentleman who was uh, murdered in Washington D.C. late night in a quote-unquote robbery uh, in which nothing was stolen. His wallet, his watch, his phone, all on him. He was shot in the back. And a lot of people believe that he's actually the source of the DNC leaks. Have you heard any of this?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it in all my years of investigating and being involved with the criminal justice and reading police reports and and seeing autopsy photos and just not too many times an armed robbery takes place where no but nothing is stolen. I'm not going to go out of my way to kill somebody and then leave all their shit. Yeah, I mean
0: if you li- it's very interesting cuz on one hand his family's going, "What do you mean this was a robbery? Nothing was taken?" But then recently his dad came out and said, "I doubt that my son leaked those files i know my son well i'm like if you ask my dad if i like to uh do blow and be called the n-word in bed while i bang chicks he'd probably go that's not my son and well dad that's your son okay so you don't parents don't know anything about as much about our their kids and their dark side so i don't know necessarily uh, if he's an authority on that uh, your thoughts on the whole that whole seth rich thing because it just came out that uh, wikipedia put something out but there's a giant billboard running right now it is the reward for who, uh, information on who killed seth rich is up to $135,000
1: I believe that uh, he was the leak, um, you know, all in, Julian Assange, is he's, he's batting about a thousand when it comes to veracity over the years, and uh, he claims that uh, it wasn't the Russians. Uh, I know there was another ambassador in England uh, that uh, said he had personal knowledge that the transfer uh, was done in person with a flash drive, it wasn't a Russian hack. Um, I'm, Based on, you know, the years, the, the batting record of our intelligence agencies, I'm going to go with Julian Assange on this one. Until one of, f- uh,
0: uh, which is very interesting about Julian Assange because now Obama, which everybody's just fucking giving him a standing O, has decided to commute uh, Chelsea Manning's prison term and release him and basically give a, give her a presidential pardon and everybody's applauding obama but what they don't really understand is that obama put her there like right. he's used a lot of people don't understand is that obama's used more uh, has used the espionage law to jail whistleblowers and i i think reporters but i'm not quite sure on this but whistleblowers more than any other president ever in the history of the uh, the country
1: He's, to me, the ultimate Trojan horse. You know, after Bush, we were so ready to elect anybody else. Matt, and, yeah,
0: we want we did not want him with another white guy.
1: And it turns out, you know, his family, Obama's family has intelligence community ties uh, and that he, his first job out of college was with a possible CIA front company. And, you know, just in the last month or so, here in Arizona, Sheriff Joe, whether you love him or not, um, came out in a news conference after investigating the birth certificate and being verified by more than one agency uh, in the United States and internationally that the birth certificate, Obama's birth certificate, is a forgery. And now, the reason being... it's not. Oh,
0: Aaron, jump in on this! The reason being...
1: I I apologize, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no,
0: no. Go on, keep going. Aaron's shaking his head like, here's a... Go on, and I have a thought about this, too, because I've been thinking a lot about this whole thing, so go on.
1: Okay, so it's not because Obama isn't American or wasn't born in America. He may have been born in another country to an American mom, but it still makes him a U.S. citizen. The reason his birth certificate is forged is because his real father is not that Kenyan. His real father most likely is a guy named Frank Marshall Davis. And if you Google that name right now, you'll get a picture of the two of them. And if you don't think that they're related, then uh, I don't know what to tell you. But he's definitely not from the Kenyan. The reason... Frank Marshall Davis. Oh, my God! This is deep bro. <laughs> um because I more the the most plausible story is that Obama's grandfather was in the CIA and keeping tabs on Frank Marshall Davis, a known communist. Uh, he was a, a, a part of the communist party in yeah. uh, in America and as the story probably goes he, he was also a pornographer and a, and a poet and uh, smooth with the ladies and that he probably uh, knocked up Obama's mom one night well you can't have that as the father on the birth certificate so they got this Kenyan to sign off and oh that's dude story.
0: that's deep and here's the whole thing Aaron just look at me while I say this look at me Aaron maybe maybe it's all true that on both sides that maybe we're fighting over R's and D's and R's and D's when maybe Obama's birth certificate is fake. Trump is a piece of shit who likes to get peed on by Russian hookers. Maybe like uh, uh, Hillary is a Sith Lord. You know, it's like maybe we're fighting over R's and D's, but it's all bullshit.
1: It's, Trump to me is like uh, uh, Nixon, JFK, and Inspector Gadget all in one.
0: Yeah. Well, he's interesting, dude. Let me just say this about Trump, and Aaron is steaming. He wish he has this microphone. Listen, here's my whole thing about Trump. Trump is talking about getting rid of lobbyists, uh, uh, Senate terms, like how many terms you get, limiting terms, uh, uh, getting rid of the Fed. I mean, like, dude, getting rid of free trade. Like, all this stuff scares the shit out of the power elite. And I'm not a Trump guy at all. He shouldn't even been here. This should be Bernie Sanders, or even that guy from Ohio that ran the. uh,
1: Yeah,
0: he should have been. It should have been like it really should have been him versus Bernie Sanders. That should have been the real battle. But we didn't get that because the power of the bees didn't want that.
1: Aaron, dude, it's deep, bro. We got a guy who, whether you love him or not, single-handedly cut a knife through the uh, the people. The Bush-Clinton dynasty, the mainstream media, he pulled the curtain back on everything. Do you... Do you are you worried about something tomorrow? Fuck, I'm more nervous uh, for Pence being in charge than Trump.
0: Yeah. But- like, and dude, that guy, could, that guy probably plays ball. We've seen, like, with Lyndon B. Johnson, that guy with Vietnam. Like, like, dude, I mean, like, we've seen power-hungry people that... I mean, if if there's anybody who collaterally the power league could lose and not skip a beat it's trump
1: and how nobody would care if he was assassinated did believe it or not when jfk was assassinated there was he he was hated he was painted as a communist and he literally pissed off everybody the jews the oil millionaires the i mean it was he it was just a matter of time with kennedy yeah. Oh, dude,
0: Kennedy. What did Kennedy want to do? Get rid of the Federal Reserve, pull out of wars, and Tax destroy the CIA. It. What does Trump want to do, dude? Want to change the way we deal with foreign policy? He wants to, He hates the CIA right now, and he's already talking about getting rid of the Federal Reserve. That, my friend, is a hot pocket for a fucking assassinations, my friend. That's a, Throw it in the microwave, hit 30 seconds, and let's see what pops.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Bay of Pigs was left out, it was in motion before Kennedy took office, and they kind of went ahead with it, figuring he would have no choice but to call in air support. And that's, you see history repeating itself right now with this demonization of Russia and the aggression and all the troop movements, and it's like they're, it's like they're trying to start World War III before tomorrow.
0: Yeah, well, dude, with with Hillary, it was going to happen. Now they're going to try to force the hand because it's all about that pipeline and all about petrodollars and Russian economy and Sunnis versus Shiites and all that crazy shit that's going on over there, that proxy wars. It's just like, it's deep, dude. It's deep. So let's get into uh, what you want to talk about real quick. Uh, I mean, I, But once Trump gets into... Um, once Trump gets in, are you going to be a Trump guy? Are you not a Trump guy? What are you all about?
1: Like I said, I voted for him simply for one reason: was to stop Hillary. And what I saw was a continued push for towards globalism and World War III. And you know, if we're under a one-world government, life you know life becomes pretty cheap the larger the group. So if we we're, we're all worried about Trump being a, a dictator or a tyrant, well, I'd rather take our chances with him and, and continue to have our mix it up. Guys, if you're
0: listening at home and you're, like, I did, I talked about this on stage last night, this bar gig, all these smoking hot fucking 20-year-old fucking San Diego college girls are there, and I just got into this, like, maybe both sides done, and this dude was so drunk last night, he's just like, he literally is like, liberal agenda! That's how drunk he was? I'm like, why? He's like, liberal agenda! And I'm like, liberal agenda? I'm telling you, both sides are fucking evil, man. And that's the whole point of this podcast. It's not about R's and D's here. It's about what, what's going on, the power league. who's the, like I, people want to argue Trump versus Hillary. I'm like, who, I want to argue who's behind them. Who's pulling their fucking little fucking, who? who's pulling their puppet strings.
1: And there's definitely less strings or less people pulling strings of Trump. And he's basically an open book. You know, they're worried about what the Russians might have on him. I mean, what, we pretty much know everything about this guy. You know, if there was this, if the Russians were going to blackmail him with hookers pissing on each other, you know, they they wouldn't it wouldn't come out.
0: And by the way, you think that's the worst thing? A rich billionaire who has everything is gets peed on. If you don't think Molina is pegging that dude in the in the ass with a giant fucking strap on, you're crazy.
1: And that you know, he I don't care what he does in his own bedroom. Kennedy uh, was a ladies' man. Him and his brother were both doing Marilyn Monroe. Yeah,
0: they were all smoking meth and running trains on fucking Marilyn Monroe. Like, that's, that's the whole thing. Like, Kennedy was known as a, was a meth head. Yeah, that's a whole different episode. So let's get into this interesting story you brought up to me. You said you were very interested in talking about Dr. Mary's monkeys. You said you could talk about this for a while. So why don't you lay down the groundwork? Because this is something I never knew until, until Dan brought it up to me, and I kind of did some in some research, and it's always interesting because you always heard the, the, the story that AIDS was started by somebody fucking monkeys, Aaron. Like, you remember when we talk about that? We talk about it all the time. We're like, where's AIDS come from? Somebody, you remember Sam Kennison's famous bit? It's like, because you fucked a monkey, you know? That famous bit he talked about, what, about gay guys and AIDS? And uh, you're like, oh, did it come from monkeys and stuff like that? What? Uh, oh so so Aaron thinks it's a bite from a monkey. Let's get into this. Uh you know a lot about it, uh Dan, Agent Randolph. What do you think kind of uh give us give our listeners and our viewers a kind of a background of basically Dr. Mary's monkeys.
1: Okay, before we get into that real quick. Do you remember the movie JFK with Kevin Costner? Yes. Do you remember uh the basic thesis of it was that uh Garrison, the, the attorney from New Orleans, the district attorney, was uh, charging Clay Shaw with uh, being a part of a conspiracy with David Ferry and Lee Harvey Oswald to kill the president and all that. Um, well, this book, Dr. Mary's Monkey, uh, helps prove that there was a link between Clay Shaw and Lee Harvey Oswald and David Ferry, all the characters mentioned in the movie JFK. Uh, basically, what was going on is Clay Shaw was a member of the CIA or a agent or. A, a, a,
0: now, yeah. who is Clay Shaw? Let's like, what is his specific title or his role in this whole thing? He was
1: he was a, a person, a businessman. That his title was uh, he was working for the International Trademark. Basically, he was. Uh, you know, when you're talking about the CIA, there's a fine line between agent. You know, there's pay, Who's a, who's a paid employee? Who's an agent? Who's just somebody that they use? What not basically as a
0: pawn or information yeah. or a snitch or anything like that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, was it? Is there? Uh, you know, w-2s for this guy with the CIA on it. I don't yeah. know, fact. Yeah. but it's it's indisputable that now uh, he was proven to be uh, Associated with the CIA after the fact and after the movie came out and after all this discreditation Long story short, we get to Dr. Mary's Monkey. It's about a woman named Dr. Mary Sherman, who was a woman ahead of her time, a doctor, and oncologist. She was at the forefront of cancer and bone cancer and radiation treatments, and she worked with the people who helped develop the nuclear uh, atomic weapon at the University of Chicago. She was
0: very much ahead of her time. From what I read about her, like she's a woman trying to make it in a man's world, and it was very hard for her to get any kind of work going, And this guy offered her a job at a, in New Orleans,
1: right? Yes, she works uh, she starts to work for Dr. Oxner, who was like the, the the president of the American Cancer Society, the American Medical Association. one of the most decorated doctors in the world was ahead of his t- was the first person to separate Siamese twins. Uh, you know he's beyond reproach, but he also was involved deeply with the, the government and you know top secret military, medical, research. Um, So she's working for him. In 1964, they find her body uh, on her bed with her arm missing, uh, like vaporized, and a pile of clothes on top of her and another fire set. And basically any investigator realizes after some research that the the scene has been staged. The autopsy shows she's her, she had a puncture wound to the heart that was like to uh, put her, a mercy kill. Basically what happened is she was doing top secret research. No, hold on. Hold
0: on. Let's, let's, let's get into this, that, that there's more, because there's more to that, that basically what happened was is that they determined that the fire, that the actual burning happened after she was dead. They could tell by the, by the autopsy that they burned her, like a, they scorched her after she was already dead. Right. And they this will stop. get into stuff later on about more about this, but uh, that there's um, what happened. And I, I was it in her bedroom or I thought it was in her bathtub. No, it was in, her they, in the they, bathroom.
1: They they staged the scene so they they find her laying in her bed, arm missing body like vaporized on one side you could see into her chest cavity uh, that there's like p- clothes piled on top of her and and then a secondary fire set and just by the damage you can see you know that how could a fire be hot enough to vaporize body parts but then not burn the hair on her head or you know it, it just becomes very obvious um and this case you know is never solved and the initial press is that you know it could have been like a lesbian murder yeah, they try to
0: paint it as a, a sex crime to cover up what's going. Because when you tell somebody, "Oh, these people are into weird shit," right? People just like, "Oh, that's it. they get what they deserve. They like to do weird stuff. They like to do un-Christian shit." So that's what you get for being gay or being different and being all that stuff. Because you gotta remember, this
1: is the 50s. No, this is, well, When her murder is in 64.
0: Okay, this is still the 60s, which is yeah. the beginning of the kind of, you know, peace, love, and all that stuff. But it's still a very conservative time, comparatively.
1: Right, and so Dr. Mary works with the author of the book, Dr. Mary's Monkey's Father, at Tulane Medical Center. Um, they're both uh, cancer, or high-level oncologists. And so the author, Ed Haslam, has met Mary as a child and he just becomes interested in the fact that the case was never solved and his father talked about it as a kid and and then he starts to dig into it and it it becomes to quickly unravel that.
0: There's more uh, going on at this cancer hospital than just cancer research.
1: Basically what happened is she blew her arm off, whether intentional by accident or somebody else did it, but with a linear particle accelerator and uh, they couldn't, call they couldn't have her body and the the investigation take 100%.
0: place 100%. <laughs> so basically what's going on is let's get into what's going on in in the in the laboratory. What do okay. what do people believe this is a front for cancer research. They are doing cancer research, but the belief is that within this laboratory there is something more going on. There's something a little deeper going on and there's almost like a weaponization Going on in this laboratory, what are they weaponizing? In
1: your opinion? Well, based on what I've read, uh, they were going to weaponize a fast-acting. Can- they were taking a, a, a cancer-causing monkey virus, SV40, and trying to uh, hit it with the radiation to speed it up. To what's the word I'm looking for? To uh,
0: to uh, cause it to be basically become a what weapon.
1: To? they uh, mutate? mutate. Mutate, okay, to cause it to mutate in the hopes of, here we have to backtrack, the polio vaccine, um, what, it, without a doubt, about 100 million doses of the polio vaccine was inadvertently contaminated with this SV40 cancer-causing monkey virus, because to make the polio vaccine, they had to grow it on the cancer cells of monkeys, and uh, back then they they weren't aware that they transferred this virus, this polyoma, which means multiple uh, Uh, cancer-causing virus from the kidney cells of monkeys into these doses of of polio vaccination until it was too late. Which means
0: uh, that this monkey-causing cancer uh, cell gets into this polio vaccine, this is what is believed, and then it is put out to the country.
1: Possibly 100 million people.
0: 100 Uh, million people could have gotten this vaccine, which has this monkey-causing cancer in it and now the big thing was is why do they want to make this into a weapon well the word was they wanted to use it on Castro and the and the Cuban government they wanted to weaponize this drug and be able to send it over to Cuba and then give everybody cancer over there
1: well what happened was they once they realized that they possibly just mass inoculated uh, people with cancer a cancer-causing virus they immediately went into top secret mode and started going to try to develop a vaccine for the inevitable wave of cancers coming in the future, and uh, but at some point that also got that that research was also being used to do the opposite, which was speed that virus up to a point where they could inject it into somebody like Castro and kill them within days.
0: Yes. So the, in this room, in some diabolical shit is going down in this fucking laboratory. This, this, uh, this monkey cancer cell has gotten out of control. It's gotten away from the thing. And they're in the kind of damage control. They actually, at some point, at some point, they dump it, right? Okay, we'll get into that a little later. So what are they working on in the lab that might have killed Dr. Mary?
1: Well, the the actual device that they were using to uh, try to mutate the virus for the hopes of creating a vaccine uh, was what possibly, it's called a linear particle accelerator. What is it's basically that? A laser beam that either she, she uh, I, the, the, the author claims that she was possibly murdered when she was going to come out with the information regarding the fact that they were, you know, uh, trying to weaponize this and whatnot. I think maybe it was just an accident. They just, Whatever reason, they just couldn't have her body there and have all this other shit well, discovered. Well, she can't go to
0: the hospital going, I just burnt my arm off by a laser.
1: Right. They well, they, they killed her mercifully. I'm just saying, like, from what I've read, they, the laser kills her whether by on purpose or accident. They have to move her body because they can't. But none of this can come out.
0: Right. So she gets hit by this laser. They're like... Fuck, man. She lost her arm. Theory is that they, they were like, she can't go. What are we gonna do? She's gonna bleed out. She's gonna do this. We can't take her to the hospital. Let's and like she can't start walking around like the town after this, being like, hey Mary, what happened to your arm? Oh, you know, just uh, you know, smoking a blunt and caught it on fire. They can't they can't do any of that. So they end up killing her.
1: Stabbing her in the heart. Well, it seems like that was the, at that point, that was the merciful thing to do. She was already gone. You got a gaping wound from a laser in your body. You know, there was probably not much coming back from that. But they staged the, the murder at her house to avoid any investigation into what's going on. At the same time, David Ferry, who was a, uh, a pilot... Uh, he was a gun runner. He was an anti-Castro involved training people to go for the Bay of Pigs. He was just a, you know, he was a pervert. He, he, his hair fell out. He had drawn on his eyebrows and a wig. And he was as every bit as creepy as G, uh, Joe Pesci played him in the movie. Okay. Uh, but he was also working on, they found, you know, uh, he was working on uh, cancer he was doing his own research at his apartment. And what happened is that this whole scenario seemed to be where they brought in another woman, doctor, uh, scientist, to help uh, speed up the weaponization. Who She was well ahead of her in her field doing her own research. And they scooped her up and promised her, you know, college and all this and, top, you know, you just got to help us with this program. Well, she was in town and she starts talking too much. And they have to make sure she's not spouting off the wrong things to the people. So they have Lee Harvey Oswald start to mine her and they both work at this o'reilly coffee company which is a like a, a front for people in town doing so you know, lee lit-
0: harvey oswald starts mining this chick what do you mean by mining meaning mining
1: like uh, uh, judith baker is her name judith very baker and uh she's brought in to help with the research on the bioweapon possibly also the vaccine that might be what she's thinking she's doing um, he starts
0: and, acting like he's interested in her, he likes her, up,
1: co-worker, uh,
0: like, hey, what are you guys doing? And he's trying to prod her for information, seeing if she's giving out the
1: info. Right, because he's also helping. He's, he's working bitches. with James Ferry and Mary Sherman as because they're, they're, a lot of the work that they're doing for the weapon is outside of that laboratory where the laser is. And
0: where do they work together? Who? Where, where does Lee Harvey Oswald and the scientists meet?
1: He meets her. He's told he's assigned to pick her up and be like her, uh, befriend her, and be around her so that they make sure she's not giving away information. He's he's deeply involved with intelligence, CIA, FBI. You know, he went he. Lee Harvey Oswald he, he went to Russia and then came back at the height of the Red Scare. No big deal with a with a wife who was, family was tied up in the KGB. It's like he was always he was a false t- defector. He was part of the False Defector Program. So when you hear Lee Harvey Oswald was just some lone nut, it's bullshit. What was he? He was a CIA operative? He was all deeply involved in... in all these situations where he knew too much and also was he KGB? they were being setting him up to be a patsy for the JFK assassination. Was he
0: KGB or was he double agent? Was he like their agent and our agent
1: or what? It's so gets so convoluted. Because oh he, dude. New Orleans, he was, he was associated with, uh, uh, his uncle was in the, uh, you know, the, rack, the rackets and he just grew up in, in organized crime and organized CIA organized crime the Mafia They all went hand-in-hand hand back then. They had a common goal Which was to get rid of Castro because the the mob lost all their profits from the uh cells and 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 this dr. Oxner who was the head of the, the, the big wig in cancer he was a real big anti-communist because when the South America, you know, South America started to fall he was losing a lot of money and patience because he was treating the elite and the politicians down there and he helped organ he had a i mean it, this book goes so deep and unravels so much and it pulls back you know the layers of the onion so that you see You know, jfk just pissed off everybody and they all came together to get rid of him and, and so and jack ruby you know he just wasn't some guy who decided to spare Jackie Kennedy her, her uh, trial. Yeah. He was deeply involved with, uh, and he was under duress. Who else would commit a murder on live television than somebody who was being told they were gonna get killed themselves or somebody they loved? That's proof of a conspiracy right there.
0: So they told him that, to te- so, oh my God, Lee Harvey Oswald is working with this, working with this chick.
1: And- He's already been involved with the, the research, as a runner, the research leading up to developing the bioweapon. Uh, the sped up cancer to kill Castro, and so into so all that other activity he's doing to assist that run in, you know, the virus, the 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 mice that they're using to test, and all this, you know, all this. He was basically a runner in that situation. But then one of his tests was also to now keep track of Judith Baker, who was young, naive, but very smart, and eventually they became, you know, lovers.
0: Yeah, dude, smart hot chicks are great, dude. Like, I was at a fat, I'm gonna get back into this, but fat Mike's birthday party. I was there and I met some girl who likes to have sex with a a knife. She's so hot, she's like super smart, and she likes to have sex with a knife to her throat. Like, that's some crazy ass shit, right?
1: Yeah, I've been, I think I know that girl.
0: Do you? Do you? Uh, so. So here's the interesting thing because, you know, like I said earlier, there's this whole connection between monkeys and this thought of AIDS and all this shit and how everybody says the government created AIDS. Well, like, after this uh, this stuff all goes down and they kill this woman because she's created this, she, like, this laser cuts her arm off, or allegedly, and all this stuff, they got this, like, this virus, and they don't know what to do with it. So the word is, is that they dump it in Haiti and it mutates into what they believe comes the HIV or AIDS, uh, AIDS virus. Have you heard it, that?
1: Uh, you know, this author goes a little bit into speculating, but there's not enough, uh, you know, it just, to me, it seems like if AIDS, if anything, it it was created by accident while these people are messing around with monkeys and mutating cancer viruses, you know, Uh, We're just human
0: Yeah Well they manipulated so much And then they dumped it in Haiti Just to see what it would do Because that's what people do I mean we've seen this before With the Tuscanini experiment Where they just wanted to see What happened with syphilis Aaron you know about The Tuscanini experiment Where your government Allowed like Yeah your government buddy Allowed uh, black people Just to have syphilis And just saw what happened to it They kept telling them They were treating it They did and they just Wanted to see what happened
1: this leads into the, the best part about okay so Lee Harvey Oswald and Clay Shaw and David Ferry are driving they, they have to test this virus on a, on a live person so they go to Angola prison and they find some halfwit on death row and uh, they get him to sign some paperwork and then they get him to they transfer him to another facility a mental institute and they inject him with this cancer causing virus but they they know for a fact now because of the, it was in Clinton. Louisiana, that Clay Shaw claimed he never knew David Ferry or, or Lee Harvey Oswald when he was charged in 67 by Garrison and the whole JFK movie. Yeah. That yeah. But uh, he was with Lee Harvey Oswald that day, driving them to the facility and uh, to uh, possibly either get a job there so that they could monitor the the patient as they shot him. But needless to say, they, they stopped Clay Shaw in his car in Clinton and Lee Harvey Oswald and David Ferry and, Lee Harvey Oswald actually gets out to register to vote that day. There's a, a, a local law th- lawman that isn't interviewed until the House Senate Committee on Assass- or the House Select Committee on Assassinations in 1978, who says he ID'd Clay Shaw. And, you know, we have the documentation that Lee Harvey Oswald that day was uh, registered to vote. So it's indisputable, you know, that these three guys were in a car together. And, and-, and
0: what happened to the halfwit? And then we'll get back into this. Did he Did he die?
1: Do well they you know? injected him with it and then several days later they had to bring Judith Baker out there so Lee Harvey Oswald drives her out there to, to make sure uh, I believe it was a success. Wow. So these
0: three guys who are now connected with with the JFK assassination so so the JFK gets in the office he wants to get out of Vietnam he want he does he wants to end the CIA he wants to, his famous Quote is that he wants to smash the CIA into a million little pieces and have the wind blow the the piece uh, the dust away. Uh, doesn't want to invade Cuba. Now there's this whole thing about Northwood. Have you heard about Northwood?
1: You mean where they were going to fly a drone plane and or blame a blow up a plane and blame it on Cuba? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know that's definitely a documented fact. And um, but where were we going with that?
0: Well, the point was is that all this stuff leads to the point that JFK isn't playing
1: ball. No, he's he's literally, he, he wants to tax the oil folks. He wants to, uh, in fact, Lyndon Johnson is facing corruption charges and you know his brother is going after the mob when the mob helped get him elected yeah chicago you know the the jag hoover didn't even exi- acknowledge the existence of the mafia until bobby kennedy started forcing his hand it's because the mob had pictures of jag hoover sucking dick it's just how the world works it's all blackmail they you know?
0: all blackmail each other and it's so interesting with this and we'll wrap it up in a few is that you know everybody's like like there's this guy on cnn or MSNBC did a poll going, who do you trust more, WikiLeaks or the United States Intelligence Service? And it was like 90% trusted WikiLeaks and 10% trusted the U.S. intelligence agencies more. And it's just like, you see a history of the CIA blackmailing people, pulling shit off. You know, there's a letter, you actually can see the letter in Oliver Stone's documentary, The Untold Stories of American History, in which they wrote to Martin Luther King telling him that he should kill himself because they have all the shit on there that he was cheating
1: on his wife. Absolutely. It's just, uh, you know, And the more I've researched, the more I realize that JFK, RFK, MLK, none of that.
0: Oh, shit, there's all these three Ks. (laughs) I never even thought about that. Aaron, it's so deep. Aaron, man, when are you gonna wake up and stop denying that it's fucking there's shadow shit going on?
1: Is Aaron like Brian Callen with uh, when he was going after Eddie Bravo the other, uh, regarding Pizzagate? Oh that, yeah, oh, b- he, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's had a change of mind now. He has. I think he's said something to the fact that now he he, he he's not as confident in himself that Pizzagate's not.
0: Well, you know, it's like I argue with my good friend Rich Slayton all the time. He's like, do I think that they're banging kids in a pizza shop? And I'm like, Rich, when you do that, you're like the people deny uh, global warming because it snows in Arizona. You're looking at one little piece and you're blowing up the whole thing because you don't believe in one little fucking thing. And I'm like, dude, you want to look at some? Hey, Aaron, you ever heard of something called uh, called I'm going to do a whole thing on it one time. Uh, Operation Flickr? Have you heard of Operation Flickr, Dan? No. Operation Flickr is basically where it was discovered that almost, I, the number could be high. It could either be from 1,500 or 7,500. Pentagon and FBI agents got busted downloading kitty porn to their computers. What? <laughs> Look it up. Are you near a computer? Look it up. Operation Flickr. Not one arrest has been made in that. Not one arrest has been made it in that whole thing.
1: And the, whole, the best thing about the whole Russian hacking thing is that they're not, they're not denying the, the WikiLeaks and the content of the emails and Podesta talking about pizza and hamburgers and with dollar amounts that make no sense. And all I know is, man, I, I got lucky. I got a, a sexually abused by a babysitter before the first grade. Shanae. Guy or girl? A girl. Luckily, she. Oh, made you're me a good-looking guy. They're probably I like I just juice, but well, I've been able to spot the creeps throughout since I was. Been blessed because of that to spot the creeps throughout my whole life, and I wouldn't leave your dog with James Alifantis. Let let alone a little kid.
0: Oh, dude, this guy put out a video uh, about breaking down PizzaGate, and like bands have played there, bands have played at that at that pizza shop. That have put out videos that have all those famous pedophile symbols in them that he even stops it and shows you. You're like, holy shit. So am I saying necessarily that the Clintons that, that Hillary Clinton's doing this? I'm just saying the power, no, I'm not. I'm saying the power elite, they're so powerful and they have so much money, and they, they're just bored, and they're just getting yep. in the weird shit. And it's we've seen it happen in England with their government, with the royal family, with Jimmy Savali. Sad. Seville, Seville, Jimmy Seville, and when he got busted, all these royals and all these high-end people in Parliament in the in in Britain, they were in on it. The Church, Penn State, you believe all? Doctor Huxtable. Doctor Huxtable was raised. Was my hero as
1: a kid, man. I wanted to be in the Cosby. I wanted to be a Huxtable more than I wanted to be in my own family. All my heroes are either dead or pedophile rapists. Yep.
0: And you know what ruined that? You know what Bill Cosby ruined that whole Jerry Seinfeld doc on stand-up. Like, how can you watch that? Because the big end is that he gets to interview Cosby. And at the end, you're like, oh, he's probably raping bitches right before you interviewed him. (laughs) Such an interesting thing. Dan, you did a great job. Uh, I'd love to have you on again. We'll talk more about it. You did a great job. It's, like, very interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. It's like, where did all this come from? Where did, you know, you always hear government create AIDS. Well, now you know where it might have come from. A mutated monkey cancer virus it could have been
1: accidental when they were trying to save the world because of their fuck up in the first place you know
0: just crazy shit uh i should be in arizona soon we'd love to hang out if you're not a cia agent i'd love to see you and hang out and we'll talk soon and uh no, i dude i appreciate it. And anytime you want to talk anything else you know i'd love to have you on maybe you could jump on when i have other guests on and with some facts and stuff like that but well, uh
1: I got some other stories. I lived at Commerce Casino once for three weeks, played poker with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, You know, I've been to a crazy party at Larry Pollock's house in Calabasas. That uh, was a story in itself, so. Oh, dude, well. International bad boy qualified too. I bought cocaine on a water slide in Jamaica. What? That's fucking great, dude. I I should bring
0: back the international bad boys. He's dying to do it. We'll see what happens. Hey, but Dan, man, thank you so much for tuning in, dude. Is there anything you want to push? Anything you want to check out? You just just love your your jujitsu, bro. You just love your jujitsu.
1: I'm just an average guy who, yeah, I'm trying to get my black belt. I'm real close. I want to start teaching, and I'm just a concerned citizen. And, you know, the dumbing dot of America has been quite successful, and I'm just trying to help. Uh, reverse some of
0: that yeah i feel like people are awakening though that's my honest opinion all right dan thanks for tuning in we appreciate it bud take care bud take care all right guys that's been our show i know there was some barking in the back of the uh thing we apologize about that but the you know dogs are dogs homeboy we love dogs and that's all we gotta do guys i hope you enjoyed this uh episode uh aaron any thoughts i know you can't talk i'll verbalize it Is this your least favorite podcast you uh, get to do? Is it the least favorite? I have people love this podcast. You fucking hate it. You hate that I'm just revealing the fucking truth, homeboy. I love it dude I love doing this guys if you if there's something you want me to talk about in Foyle hat I people want to come on if you know any comics who are into this stuff let me know I'll bring them on I love talking it you know we're not always going to talk about things going on in news right now like Dr. Mary's monkeys interesting shit interesting shit Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be up very quickly. Uh, Let me know what you want me to talk about next. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everything. God bless. Take care and holla at your boy. Bye-bye.